It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. It's Simon Marcel. The accent is French. And first of all, I hope all of you had, and maybe are having still, a great Halloween night. And to start the show, I have some good news for you. It's called the Rendezvous Las Vegas Sweepstakes. Basically, we want to send a lucky winner and guest to Las Vegas. So enter for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Chris Angel Mind Freak at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. And the winner will also stay in an all-new room at Planet Hollywood Resort Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. You'll have dinner for two at the all-new Cafe Hollywood and get a round-trip airfare for two. All you have to do is enter right now through the Sunday, November 3rd at therendezvousshow.com. And if you don't win, tickets to Chris Angel Mind Freak's performances Wednesday through Sunday are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And if you have a question about your relationship, time to call is now 855-905-8255. For more info and rules, go to therendezvousshow.com, keyword rules. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Any question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Léona. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour and welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Simon, I need your help. Okay. Um, I've been with my man for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I cannot get him to put his dirty clothes in the laundry basket. So, wait a minute. So, for 10 years, your man... This dude has not understood yet that he shouldn't do that. No. He puts them near the basket. He just will not put them in the basket. Okay. How many times have you told him or warned him to do so? Every day. Every day. I every, every day. And so to, drive me through the motion. So he comes home, put all that there, and then what? You pick it up there and put it in the basket? Or what's, the, what's happening then? I tell him, like, put it in the basket, and he tells him I'm already standing there, so I should just do it. And you take it like that? No, I don't. It turns into an argument every day, but I'm just, how, I don't know how to get to him to, for him to understand to do it. I have an idea for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Next time, don't do anything. Don't pick up anything. And day after day, leave a mountain of dirty clothes where it is. Until he's going to say, what are you doing? How come you don't pick him up? And you say, I've had enough. I've told you to put it in the basket. So from now on, I'm not going to pick up any more of your dirty clothes until it's in the basket. So either you can leave it there and we can have the highest mountain of dirty clothes in the neighborhood or <laughs> you can start respecting what I'm saying and common sense and put these dirty clothes away in the laundry basket like every other people do it. That's smart, Simon. Okay, so, you know, you don't have to fight it. Just let it happen until it's so ridiculously high that even himself is going to feel ridiculous and change his habits. Okay, huh. I'm going to try that. Yes, please do. And then you're going to have fun watching it. <laughs> All right, Leona. Thank you so much for your call. Good luck with that strategy and, and keep me posted. Yes, have a good one. Ooh, I just got to go to my Facebook message because I got somebody who needs help. They're getting married and they have problems with their in-law. And I am going to try to help them next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, then you can send it to me as a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Uh, Trisha, what's going on with Carlton and his partner? Colton says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Colton. I recently proposed to my boyfriend, and we are so excited. We started planning the wedding, but my soon-to-be in-laws are trying to invite everyone they know to our wedding. How do I tell them it is not their wedding? 
Ooh, that's a good question, Colton. How do you tell you in-laws this is not their wedding but yours? Oh, I'm going to help you with that, so, so stay with me. That's next. What would you do if you're about to get married to your partner and his parents wants to invite everybody to you guys' wedding and you have to tell them, you know, hey, listen, it's not your wedding, it's our wedding. How do you say this? So my advice is this. Do it quickly, do it nicely, but do it straight to the point. Because you've got to show the in-laws and how much we love everybody's parents, I agree. But we're going to show the in-laws when it comes to your wedding, this is your special day, not theirs. We're all here to watch it, enjoy it, be you know, part of it, but it's your day. So I would just say, listen, uh, let me take care of every invitation. And really, just guys, it's our wedding, not yours. And then you laugh about it. And they'll get the message. If they need a reminder, a nice little email or text goes with it. But that's not necessary at the first time. Just use your sense of humor and say it like it is, but pretty early on. That avoids many misunderstandings. You call the next 855-905-8255. That's the number of the rendezvous if you have a question. Uh, Christa, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Christa, and welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? I have two amazing men in my life right now. Okay. And I'm having a really hard time choosing. So if I give you a little bit about each, do you think you can help me choose? I'm going to try. Go ahead to describe those two dudes. Okay. So the first one, we have a lot of fun. We go to concerts all the time, and I, I just love that chemistry. Okay. Now, there's another guy who he is very powerful in his position at work, and he's so mysterious. There's something just amazing about him, but mm-hmm. the second guy is lacking in the ooh-la-la. I see. So lacking of passion, lacking like, like, like not very into it or, or disappointing or what is it? Disappointing is a good word. Yeah. I mean, he definitely, like, he's a great kisser, mm-hmm. but then after that, it's awful. I see. That's unfortunate. Okay. So now the first guy seems great. You have great time and all that. Why not invest all your time into the first guy only? That's the problem is like, I feel like I should, but the other guy just keeps me get coming back like he like hooks me like a fish and i feel like i am addicted to him i see but the ulala is tragic yes mm. so tragic so i'm going to i'm going to propose this to you just think about it okay project okay. yourself for the next 20 30 years with tragic ulala option 1 tragic mm. but a lot of security and mystery or mm-hmm. option number 2 you go back to the first guy, 20 or 30 years of fun and wonderful ooh But not the same security and not the same power. Which one do you think is best for you? I think what's best for me and my personality is the guy that I have a great time with, maybe not as much security, and definitely great ooh Well, I'm glad you said that. So I'm going to ask you one final question. In your intuition, Krista, do you think the first guy is the right guy for you? On for the future, honestly, just for the present? Uh, I don't necessarily think that he's the guy for me 20 years down the road, no. Okay, I'm so glad I asked you that difficult question. So here's my advice. Enjoy the first guy, and when you're tired of the, you know, the situation, it will be time to find true love. 
You're so good. I don't know, but I try to help you. <laughs> you do. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. All right, Krista. Thank you so much. Have fun and have a good night. You too. You know, I'm just wondering, would you prefer, if you had the choice to make, to have 20 years of bad ooh-la-la, but security and, and culture and education and all kind of stuff that comes with wealth, or a fun person, great in the ooh-la-la and the romance, with no money? Let's talk about that text. Moment of truth on the rendezvous. What would you prefer? Go out with somebody who's very powerful and wealthy, but the ooh is terrible and disappointing, or have great ooh great romance, great fun, but there's no money, no power, nothing like that. Which one would you prefer for the next couple of years? Be honest. The fun, the passion, the ooh or... No fun, no ooh-la-la, but a great, you know, lifestyle and security. Here's my advice. Life is short. Have fun. Don't go for the money. Go for the fun. Because when you're 90 years old, you want to remember the fun thing. You won't remember what nice restaurant you've been to or a piece of jewelry of clothes. You'll remember experiment, fun, concerts, laugh, and ooh-la-la-la-la-la-la. Now, whether you have money or not, I have something to give you. So stay with me, because that's for everybody listening. And that's next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever been to Las Vegas? Because I have something special for you. I have The Rendezvous Las Vegas sweepstakes. So, we want to send a lucky winner and a guest to Las Vegas, Nevada. So, enter for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Chris Angel Mind Freak at Pleasant Hollywood Resort and Casino. The winner will also stay in an all-new room at Pleasant Hollywood Resort Casino in Las Vegas and have dinner for two at the whole new Cafe Hollywood and on top of that, get a round-trip airfare for two. And all you have to do is enter now through the Sunday, November 3rd at therendezvousshow.com. And if you don't win, tickets to Chris Angel Mind Freak's performances Wednesday through Sunday are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And you know what else is coming up? You calls 855-905-8255. Next. For more info and rules, go to therendezvousshow.com, keyword rules. If you have a doubt or something is bothering you in your relationship, just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kate. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What is up? Uh, thank you. Um, so my boyfriend and I have been dating for almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really great, but I recently got a job in a city that's like six hours away. So we only see each other like maybe once a month and he doesn't have FaceTime. So like I'm kind of losing the fizzle of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So how do you, like, what should we do? Okay, but before I answer why he doesn't have FaceTime. Um, he's not, like, into any, he's, like, really bare bones kind of guy. Like, we both love nature and all that stuff. So he's, like, I don't believe in, like, having my face on camera. He, like, doesn't have Siri. He doesn't, he doesn't believe in Siri or Alexa or any of that kind of stuff. He feels like the government is listening to him and watching him. And that stuff I don't mind. It's just, like. When we get to the point of, I need to see you. Sure. And he doesn't understand that you need to see him? 
he does, and he's just like, okay, well, plan a trip. But then the trip is like four weeks out, and you know, it's hard for me. I'm like a I'm a physical touch kind of girl. Maybe it's even more about not being touched, not being cuddling, no touching than the FaceTime, right? It's the fact that you feel pretty lonely and cold uh, without him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tough question for you, but I got to ask you. In your intuition, do you think your relationship can survive the long distance and the loneliness? I think so. I think that this is my person. Okay. But it's hard. Is there a plan for you guys to get together for good? Not yet. We're working on it. Okay. Uh, here's my advice. You need to have a conversation on the phone about FaceTime now. And that will be a way for him to show if he's into it or not. I don't want to hear any of his excuses about the government or the nature. Listen, when you're in love with somebody, you make it work. So I totally relate. You need to see you, man. He should want to see you. Listen, if I was you, man, that's why I don't understand him. I would want to see you. And men are very visual. So it just, it's, it, it pisses me off he doesn't want to do that for you. So I think that you need to tell him the truth. He needs to put FaceTime on his phone or his iPad or computer. And if he doesn't do it, then Houston, we have a problem. Okay. Okay? Because you're yeah. not, you, you can't accept everything just in the name of maybe he's my person. There is no love without proof of love, Kate. Okay. Yeah, thank you. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. Bye, Simon. You know, I'm just wondering, how would you react if you would ask something to your partner over and over again and they would never do it for you? How would that make you feel? Let's talk about that next. I'm just curious, honestly. If you're in a relationship or you've been in a relationship or you're married, have you ever been in a position to ask your partner, your wife, husband, or partner to do something simple? In the case of my last caller, Kate, it was like get FaceTime because they're long distance. The guy wouldn't for some lame excuse, in my opinion, passive-aggressive. But have you ever been in a situation like this where something meant something to you and your partner always found a reason to convince you that it's okay they don't do it? I want to share with you a personal story of mine when someone drove me crazy with something very specific. You need to hear this. It's kind of funny. And that's next. So I'm going to be honest, I have a few things that can upset me. For instance, I'm a very neat person and I like my shirts after I iron them and fold them to stay folded. And so I had this girlfriend who <laughs> took a liking into my shirts, which, all right. And I told her plenty of times, after you wear them, wash them and fold them. And she was always hang them. Over and over. And I would look and i say, why are the shirts all hanging? They should be folded. Oh, Simon, you're too uptight. You should be relaxed with your shirts. But I tell you what, I don't know how you would react, but after the hundred times, I've had enough. And then I told her, don't touch my shirts anymore. And then she got mad at me. I think it is passive-aggressive, and I told her that when somebody asks you something very kindly to not respect it. We all want to be heard, all of us. And that's a sign of love. I told her. If you can't hear me, you don't love me. And she disagreed. We're not together anymore, but don't touch my shirts, guys. <laughs> That's the lesson of this. Anyway, you call the next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Welcome back to the rendezvous. I'm Samuel Marcel. You want to share a love story with me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rena. Bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have a love story and I want to hear it. Okay. So uh, we, my husband and I, just got back from Italy and it was beautiful. We oh. he had family out there. Okay. So we stayed with his family in Sorrento. And my husband's kind of shy. His family is not. They're very loud and boisterous. Mm-hmm. And I've been encouraging my husband to kind of like speak up more or, you know, if he feels he, he wants to speak up, he can. And we were at this beautiful restaurant and there was candlelight and gorgeous food and amazing wine. And he said he had to tell me something. And he knows that I love Shakespeare. I just, I read Shakespeare. I love Shakespeare. I'm not a theatrical person, but I just, I adore the words. And he said, I have to tell you something. And he had the waiters come out and surround the table and they poured our, our glasses with wine, this beautiful red wine. Uh-huh. And he had memorized one of my favorite sonnets. And he, wow. in his best voice, in front of a lot of people at this restaurant, recited my favorite sonnet and it was so beautiful to hear those words that I've always seen on paper to come from someone I I love and I adore and the idea that he took the time to memorize Shakespeare that's that's hard <laughs> very impressed I mean I've heard yeah. great love stories this is I mean you got to give the guy credit because that I mean there's something very poetic in in doing this um I know for me with my thick French accent you know learning Verses from, from Shakespeare would be very difficult, but I would do it if I was in love with you. I would too. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so that's an inspiring story. Thank you so much for sharing that, Rena. That, that really, I won't forget this. And if I have the chance, I, I, I would totally do the same with a thick French accent, of course. <laughs> be very good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rena. And have a Thank good night. You. Thank you so much. Good night. Thank you. Oh, this is a good question to finish the show with. So here it is. Would you ever consider an open relationship? Yes? No? We're going to talk about it next. Last question of the night on the rendezvous. Would you ever consider an open relationship? Now, that's a key question. Would you ever consider an open relationship? It's a question I was interested in. I wanted to know what you thought, so I actually posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, and here are the results. So not so surprisingly, 74% of you said, no way, no opening relationship for me. And 26% said, sure, I would consider an open relationship. So that's the final result. And thank you for voting massively to all the social media polls we put online at therendezvousshow.com. Anyway, I'm not about to open any relationship at all. That's not my thing, but I respect the ones who do that. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you very, very much. And I wish you une bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.